0: Hello, my name is Ashley Peterson. I am the editor-in-chief of The Saber and you're listening to The Saber Spot on 88.5 FM WCUG. And today is a pretty exciting uh, recording of The Saber Spot here because we have some guests on and then uh, we also have some interesting news. Um, but first I'll intradu- introduce our guests so that, you know, we can <laughs> have them say hi. So we have Macy Frazier who's actually a reporter for The Saber. You've been on here a couple times. Um, thank you so much for joining us and how are you doing today of
1: course i'm uh i'm doing well yeah getting in the spirit for the halloween season
0: yes (laughs) yes And speaking of that, we'll go a little bit more into it later on, but who do you have with
1: you? I have my roommate, Shelley Leary, Halloween enthusiast.
2: (laughs) Yes, uh, I am obsessed with Halloween. I am also a practicing witch, uh, so everything Halloween tends to be (laughs) year-round. And that is the vibes that we love. (laughs) Um, Halloween is just big
0: at the saber. Um, Actually, our Halloween issue should be coming out the same week as this recording, and it's... It's been, yes, it's just been so much more creative and fun I think for everybody to kind of just explore some more themes that we usually don't on our regular issues. Um, A lot of illustrations, uh, just haunted imagery. So I'm super excited for that. Um, Right off the bat, I do want to say, the Sabre has learned that we won a pacemaker at this year's ACP CMA Awards. That's yes. awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm so proud. Macy has some work in it. Um, she talked about the Live Safe app in that issue that we won for. That was our March 2021. Um, and it's just, I'm very, very proud of the staff. Um, and then we also had honorable mentions um, for Lucas Steele and Jade Thornton for Cartoon of the Year. So. I mean, I just couldn't be happier. I knew I had to mention it, Um, but yeah, it's just great work on the staff, and hopefully we just keep on creating stuff that we're proud of and that we get some recognition for.
1: Absolutely.
0: But that being said, in this current issue that we are working on right now, and that's about to be released, we talk about Halloween and stuff as we discussed, and so... Macy, do you want to kind of walk us through what your article is like and then how that kind of ties into um, kind of why Shelly's joining us today?
1: Yes, absolutely. I'll just give like a brief overview. So my article just talks about some art- alternatives to the big Halloween parties that people usually go to because I mean, that's a huge part of Halloween that people like celebrating. They like getting together their costume and like going somewhere, having some fun with a bunch of their friends and just, you know, um, but sadly because of the COVID atmosphere, that is not a great idea this year. And so I just wanted to talk about some alternatives that people can do to still celebrate Halloween and even like show off their costume. But, be safe at the same time.
0: Yes, not putting people at risk. Mm
1: -hmm. Yes, exactly. And part of that is um, using some of the people who are already in your social circle. Some people are lucky enough to room with some of their friends like me. Um, Shelly is uh, (laughs) is one of those people. Of course, everybody has like maybe one or two other people in their social group, um, their bubble. And um, one of those things like could be a like full moon picnic um this year is a
2: full moon and actually a blue moon on halloween Mm -hmm. it's a full blue moon that actually because of uh is it we're falling back um but because of daylight savings it's actually going to be 25 hours long so it's an awesome one (laughs) yeah yeah
1: and um i just thought that that would be a really cool opportunity to go stargazing or moon gazing with your friends. And of course you can go for a picnic any time of the day, but like, it's just, it's such a unique opportunity this year. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: It's very, very on theme. (laughs) And like you said, it's a celestial event. So that's definitely something that doesn't come around every single day. Yes.
1: And it's even an opportunity to invite some of your friends who may not be in your direct social circle, because you can just spread your blankets out as far as you need to and just enjoy the atmosphere together absolutely Um, another thing i thought people could do to show off like their costumes would be to have like a halloween photo shoot or create a a cosplay they're really proud of and post a tiktok because you know tiktok's really big right now (laughs) and uh so you can still have that fun costume and share that with other people um Absolutely. And, you know, as a little teaser
0: for the article itself, you know, you guys took some really, really cute pictures, you know, showing off how you could do a really, you know, inexpensive little photo shoot area, just like even pinning some fabric to the wall as a backdrop. Um, And then, you know, costumes and stuff like that. They're really cute photos and um, I think can really get people into the spirit of just, you know, yeah, being at home, but changing the way that you're doing things and adding a little more like fun to you know that existing relationship that you have with whoever's there so I just think that's gonna be very cute for people to see
1: yeah because that's like one of the fun parts about this article um Shelly was gracious with her time and (laughs) helped me kind of develop each little section of the article and we took pictures of most of them um like for the the cosplay section for the TikTok she did her
2: Sydney cosplay. Sydney Prescott from Scream. Scream's my favorite, but uh, every single Sydney. year, um, I do a whole entire hollow week. So I dress up uh, every single day for an entire week. So she was like, do you have any costumes? And I said, oh boy, do I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Ugh. like, she talks awesome to where you can definitely find some sounds or like an acting opportunity with that cosplay pretty easily.
0: Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. I and like that's
1: such a creative show. thing.
0: <laughs> that I don't think people would think of necessarily but yeah I mean that's such a great way to get into the spirit as well um, and you know as far as Halloween itself it does have some you know origins that a lot of people may not think about of course there are a lot of different um, influences as to like America's interpretation of Halloween and things like that you know there's All Saints Days, Dia de los Muertos Like we have a lot of like those aren't the same necessarily, but I think there's a lot of influence as far as, you know, thinking about, you know, the dead and things like that. And so I know
2: you have some expertise, Shelley. Um, yes. Um, so Samhain, um, the tradition of dressing up originally is because um, especially it's once the new moon starts before a full moon closing, uh, coming close to uh, Halloween or any time um, the veil between the, uh, the dead and the living uh, becomes very thin and on Halloween there is no veil it's lifted kind of thing and um, so when it comes to that the veil for the dead is not just for good spirits to come through but for bad spirits as well Um, so the tradition of dressing up wasn't originally dressing up as like costumes or fun like pop culture things it was dressing up as past people and people that have died. So dressing up in like Victorian costumes or uh, as pirates or even as like cavemen, all of that was a lot of traditional costumes because you wanted to blend in with the dead so that the bad spirits wouldn't mess with you.
1: Absolutely. Oh, no, I was just going to say like, that's one of the reasons I invited Shelly on today because like she has so much expertise and even like in the article, um, she had mentioned that Um, it's a good idea to wear either like a black crystal or um, orange or something because this year is such a celestial event Mm -hmm. that you might want that extra protection.
2: Yeah, and I think the biggest thing to know, though, is on Halloween – I do suggest like a a darker crystal or anything, but anything that makes you feel protected. Of course, there's like the traditional things of wearing the colors black and orange are they have uh, ties back to protection colors and making sure that you are okay. um, Because of like having a fresh start and everything. Halloween is also uh, a kind of new year. Um, But also like having black crystals, but even carving a jack-o'-lantern was originally to scare off bad spirits to not come near your house and having a black candle in there and don't blow out the candle, let it go out on its own because that'll be another way to protect yourself. Um, or like roasting pumpkin seeds, anything. Um, or you don't even have to do any of those things, anything that just makes you feel protected even if it's just thinking, okay, I gotta keep my guard up today.
0: For sure. and. I think it's interesting, too, to see that progression from, you know, traditional, I'm going to dress as something not even necessarily scary, but, you know, evoking the dead um, so that I'm blending in, not going to be bothered by evil spirits and things like that, to, you know, more of a just disguise in general, which mm-hmm. I was thinking early today, I was like, oh, well, that's not really in the spirit of the original. But I think you could argue it's still a disguise, you know, you're still not representing yourself and so in a way you could say well this could still fool a spirit um i know that one thing that i had learned about um was also the possibility of spirits that have like, uh, basically debts with the living or like issues with them. And so one purpose of disguising yourself would be so that they don't recognize you and bring up their beef basically. Um, so, you know, I think that could be achieved whether you are, you know, dressing up as a little Victorian ghost girl or as Iron Man, (laughs) either way, they can't see your face.
2: Disguising yourself and doing those things. And I think what's Fun is um, a lot of the time the tradition of like Dias de los Muertos and stuff like that. A lot of people don't realize that Samhain and Halloween is not only just like dressing up or anything like that, but it's a celebration of all people that are dead. So number one, you're protecting yourself, but another thing is uh, making family recipes or putting up photos of your dead loved ones because you're disguising yourself from bad spirits, but how do your good spirits and your grandma or your friends that have died before know where to go? And that's uh, usually like putting photos up of them or making family recipes so they smell their cooking or they smell it and they go, hey, you didn't put enough garlic (laughs) in. Uh, So they come in and they're like, hey, hold on.
1: <laughs> yeah, and with, like, that veil being down, sometimes there are even, like, little interactions with people who, who love who passed on, like, you know, uh, one Samhain, we were by the river, and there was, like, a fish or something. Yeah, I
2: have a, a friend in high school that uh, died, and um, I, another thing that you can do is, like, tell stories about the people that have passed, not anything sad or anything, just, like, talking about them so they hear about themselves and come. uh, And I was talking about my friend and uh, we used to always like uh, sit by a river and like see fish and be like, oh, that one's me, that one's you. And like that kind of a thing. And when I was telling that story, a fish in the river came up and splashed. So it's, like, those little things, too, that are so much fun.
0: (laughs) For sure. And I love that, too, the concept of it being a day for comfort and for reminiscing and not just, like, you know, fear and dread and things. Although I think those things can mix (laughs) and create, like, a fun night. Um, Mm -hmm. But there's definitely multitudes to it as well.
2: Yeah, because I think the biggest thing is everybody fears the unknown. And a lot of the time uh, for, especially in American culture, death is very scary and unknown for a lot of people. So um, finding ways to celebrate it a little bit more uh, is always a bit more comforting to be able to just say, all right, let's make some family recipes, let's talk about them, but we're also gonna dress up and eat candy. (laughs)
0: Absolutely. Well, is there anything else that you feel like, you know, listeners should know about Samhain? uh, And also, if I pronounce that correctly,
2: Samhain, Um, I think uh, the only other thing is also look at the fact that it is a new year kind of a celebration. I always just say it's a mixture of Day of the Dead and um, a new year. And if you want to, one thing that I always love to do is write down a list of things that from the past year that I want to keep in my life, Uh, but then writing down a list of things that I would rather leave behind. I don't want to keep those things into the new year. Um, And if you want to, you don't have to. I like to take the list of things that I want to leave behind and I burn it. Um, And that's just a little spell. If you want to go into a little bit of spell work, that can be a little beginner one for you
0: some light witchery if you will perhaps (laughs) yeah awesome well thank you so much and i also just want to make sure that we have mentioned day of the dead a lot um but just you know to understand it is still culturally very um distinct from halloween and everything um and to kind of also respect that cultural difference and not be appropriative but Yeah, thank you guys so much for coming on today. I think this is such a nice little change of pace. And I just want to thank you guys so much for joining us today and also giving us just a little peek into Samhain and kind of just the history of Halloween and why like this and understand why we do things that seem so odd if you uh, kind of investigate them but yeah i just really appreciate it and thank you listeners for listening to the saber spot on 80.5 fm wcug The Sabre Spot was produced with the cooperation of the student staff of 88.5 WCUG Cougar Radio and the CSU Department of Communication Department Chair, Dr. Gibson. Dr. Bruce Getz is WCUG's faculty advisor. Thank you to Joe Miller, Sabre faculty advisor. You can listen to this show and other shows like No Strangers Here on 88.5 FM, TuneIn, or SoundCloud. Just search our call letters WCUG.